Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast, September 2nd edition, brought to you by DraftBeast.com and Onnit. Go to Onnit, check out some of their great products. But before you do that, go to the Fightful.com podcast page. It's Fightful.com slash podcast. Open up any of our previous podcast pages. You'll see that link. Follow that. It will support us very much. I am here with Vince Russo. Vince, we've got a ton of news to talk about. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I know I miss your birthday on Tuesday. I know you got a big day on Sunday. Uh, So first and foremost, I'm going to do this just for you. I got a surprise for you. Bro, remember you were nice enough to send me the beanie. Uh, We got Mm -hmm. the nice donation for the Pope's uh, 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 cause. What's the name of the cause? Give it a plug. The Love Alive charity. It supports uh, the homeless in Jacksonville. Okay, so I went out. uh, I got a hat in honor of you. And everybody watching really? the show, I'm going to put it on. Oh, boy. I know what you got. All right. Now, here we go. Now, Sean Ross Sapp, I know there's a lot of wedding pressure. Take a back seat. Let me take over for a couple minutes. Because we're here today for a celebration. And we are going to celebrate the most honored and the most historic wrestling publication in the history of wrestling kind the standard bearer i'm not talking about uh 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 uh, uh, pw imbeciles i'm talking about pro wrestling illustrated and sean rossap the top 500 came out today bro no it came out yesterday came out all right sean don't rain on my parade And number one, baby, not a cab driver, not a landscaper, but a superstar, a man who looks 
acts, smells, carries himself like a wrestler. Can I finish? How do you know what he smells like? Like a wrestler, like a professional wrestler. Old school, baby. Is is he? Oh, well, you know who's number two, Vince. Let me go on. Mr. Roman Reigns, number one greatest wrestler in the world for this past year. Thank you very much, bro. Thank you. Let's talk about who number two is. It's your boy, Okada. It doesn't matter. Number two, it's you bro. Know him, don't bro, you? number if bro, if you're number two, you might as well be number five hundred. There's one number one Roman Reigns, bro. Have, have you ever watched Talladega Nights? Ain't nothing wrong with silver. The standard bearer in wrestling publications, pro wrestling illustrated, number one Roman Reigns. I, I'm cool with that. I like Roman Reigns. I get, I'll give the show back to you now. Go ahead. I, I like Roman Reigns. I'm completely fine with that. The list is based on kayfabe accomplishments, as it should be. I think he's a good wrestler. I don't think he was a good personality during that run. I thought that from about after WrestleMania for a few months after that, they were booking him the right way, having him not say corny shit all the time. But, yeah, I'm cool with that. A lot of people were really upset. They're like, AJ Styles has been the MVP, yada, yada. But he didn't win any championships. That's – it's – it's a kayfabe list. Roman Reigns had been champion. He had a good run. He was at the top of the card. I'm completely fine with that. I like it. Um, your boy Sami Zayn at number 40. What do you think about that? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well or, I, I don't – do I need to say anything more? Roman Reigns, number one. Sami Zayn, number 40. I, I'm not even going to comment on it. Go ahead. What else we got, bro? Come on. Let's talk moves. But as I look through the list, it also has another guy listed at 40. So I don't know if they mean the top up 10 because I didn't see the list. I just know Reigns is. Go from 10 to 1. I just know Reigns is number well, 1. Well, I, I don't have a 10 to 1. I have an alphabetized list. Oh, but, you do. Uh, but Jay Lethal at number 5. Wow. Good for Jay Lethal, man. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, number 7. Okay. What number was AJ? Number 4. Number 4. Okay. So, and who was 2? Uh, Okada. Who you? You know, you're familiar with. Yeah. All right. So you worked on TNA. So who's number three? I'll, I'll find out. Kevin Owens at number six. Number six. Ooh, who's not, so so okay? So who? So four was AJ. Who'd you say five was? Ooh, Finn Balor at number three. Okay. And who's five? I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. It's it's hard to decide. Now, are you a little surprised that Okada uh, was ranked above Nakamura? What number was Nakamura? No, no. In in New Japan, Okada is he is the guy. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Now, if you were to put those side by side and you say who is more likely to become an American superstar, it's without a doubt Nakamura. Like he he has a charisma that transcends it. Okada. Maybe a little bit, but I, nowhere near the level of now, I, I would have to think uh, Samoa Joe in it is up there, I would have to think. John Cena. Well, here's the thing. Like, I'm seeing – it's weird the way this list is, is made out because I'm seeing multiple of the same number. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not even going to read off of this right now. It's a mess. But was Cena so, 5? Is that what you were going to say? It looks like Cena is like 10. But I don't know. I, I've, I need to uh, – I'm going to – Wait until the the rundown of the list comes out because several of these are on there multiple times. I see multiple numbers on here, so I'm not doing that. But I'm we not gonna... do know it's without a shadow of a doubt. Roman Reigns is number one. That's in some. Yes, he is. Right. He is number and one. He's the cover athlete. I want to sure. see. I want to see how many tweets I get about that today. I want to see how many I don't people think there's anything wrong with that. Now, Vince, 
you know, we have friendly conversation on here, but I have to ask you straight we're up. Gonna fight? Are game. we going to fight? We're not going to fight. Uh, In no way okay. are we going to fight. Go ahead, Sean Ross. Out. I don't want to fight before your wedding day. Go ahead. Yeah, it'd be sad if I were in jail for assault charges, right? Anyway, I listened to the interview with Billy Corgan. Great interview you did. Right. This is the Billy Corgan and TNA. Bro, bro, listen. Bro, it doesn't matter what I say. Nobody's going to believe me. But I know you'll believe me, Sean Rossap. Bro, October 9th, we're on Channel 266 on do, do, uh, on Dish Network with Rocky Mountain. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about I, that. I'm really excited. No, that, that's my passion right now. The Billy Corgan Bro, I, I consider Billy Corgan a friend. So if Billy wanted the help of Vince Russo, the advisement of Vince Russo, the consulting of Vince Russo, I would absolutely, without a doubt, help my friend Billy Corgan. But going back to work at TNA in a full-time basis in any way, shape, or form, absolutely out of the question. Have you all had any discussions about that? We've talked. I mean, we, we've had we've had discussions but uh, you know, I mean, like I said, bro, I'm you know Rocky Mountain Pro. That's that's what I'm doing. And but I, Billy is a friend, so I certainly would would help Billy if he asked for help. I was wondering about that because as a guy, I think Dave Meltzer wrote the interview. Did you know kind of make it sound like you two were open to working together? He said red flags. That's not the term I'll use. But who said red flags? I think it was Dave. Well, Meltzer. yeah, because Dave Dave Meltzer would know, having written the highest rated wrestling show in the history of professional wrestling. So you know, he he would know about TV writing. I like Dave. Yeah, well, I, bro, I don't care whether you like Dave or not, bro. What 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 does Dave Meltzer know about writing a television show? As a matter of fact, I'd love to see Dave Meltzer write a television show. That Whoa. that would be entertaining. That I'd love to see. A 60-minute Broadway five-star match. That would be the show. And about three people would watch. Him, if he's married, and if, God forbid, he has a child. They would watch the show. Let's, let's not talk about kids, since we will talk about kids later on in the show. Um, so, yeah, I, I just thought that was very interesting. Another thing I wondered, Rocky Mountain Pro has these television tapings coming up. Right. Is that going to be a part of the business of the business, the show that you do? Absolutely. The business of the business isn't going to stop, bro. It's going to – cameras are going to keep rolling no matter what we do, man. Absolutely. And I really believe, bro, to be honest with you, I believe after the first season of Rocky Mountain Pro, that business of the business will be a show on their network. Nice. That would be interesting. Yeah, I believe that will happen. And, bro, people have to understand, like, Sean, let me explain something to you. You know, of course, we put the show, I put the show up on YouTube for free. Bro, of course, you know the independent scene, you know, Sean. We're working in the back of, of bars, a room in the back of a bar. There's no production. There's no nothing. When we go to Hunt TV on, on Dish Network on October 9th, bro, we've got an arena. We've got a full arena that's going to be our home every single week. We've got produ- a professional production. It's it's going to look the best it can look. Let me put it that way. Obviously, we're no WWE. We're no TNA. We're not trying to be, but but it, it will look the best it can. An arena? You all better book me if you want that thing filled up. Yeah, I hope it looks like ECW, to be honest with you. I, I hope we can get that kind of a look and that kind of a feel. I'd be happy with that. I'm excited to check that out. Also excited to see the business of the business uh, when, when, I mean, I like it in general, but when that takes off and 
I think the fact that you all are working in those spots kind of delivers a certain kind of charm. Yeah. Because it's a different type. I mean, people see backstage WWE stuff from, from on occasion, but they never have had this kind of really look on on a, an episodic basis. So yeah, I and, and, cool. and like I said, once a professional production crew is involved, bro, it's going to get so much better. We're doing it with what we have right now, and everybody's working really hard. But there's going to be obviously more finances involved once we get on the, the network. Interesting. Can't wait to check that out. So we had Kevin Owens winning the WWE Universal Championship. Now, obviously, you you had your comments that, you know, kind of blew up. Yeah, well, sure. no, exactly, bro, because they blew up my comments. What what I said, I've been saying all along. But they, they've turned – they've here, here, these are the two things I've said. And, and they've turned this into my unadulterated hatred towards the man, Kevin Owens. The two things I've said for day one. As a professional wrestler, I think it would benefit him to lose weight, and I think it would benefit him to look more like a star. Those are the two things I've ever said about Kevin Owens, and I will stick to those two things. They've turned that into me hating him, me hating his family, me hating that he won. That, that, that's all what they've turned it, it into. I've never said any of that. I think you and Jim Cornette correspond behind the scenes, and you're working everybody. No, I, 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 I don't wish we corresponded. I wish we got along, <laughs> but no, that's not the case, bro. Same, very, very similar thoughts, at least on Kevin Owens. Now, from a, from a booking perspective, WWE was put in a bit of a pickle with Finn Balor going down. Right. They didn't expect right. it. Do you think that, that Triple H would have even returned had Finn Balor not been hurt? Probably not. But, but bro, this, this is good in many, 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 many areas. I'll tell you why. But I'll tell you what the, what the terrible side could potentially be. This is good on several occasions. First of all, I like the finish. I like what they did. Um, I like the fact that they had to think on their feet, bro. That that forced them to come up with something differently. Otherwise, Baylor would have been the champ and we would have went down that road. So now they had to think outside of the box. Now they had to come up differently. Bro, they have a story here where there is so much meat on the bone. I'm going to say this right now. This perhaps could be the greatest storyline in the history of the WWE. It's there. I would love to see it. I'm hoping I see it. However, on the flip side, they can do what they tend to do and turn this into a wrestling 101 storyline and completely drop the ball. I am hoping that doesn't happen because I think there's some great story here. That's pretty high praise, saying that it could be one of the greatest storylines in history. Or what? What leads you to to think that? What, oh I mean, my given, God, given the way that WWE does things, now keep in mind, yeah. they had a hot angle last week with Miz and Daniel Bryan. Oh, exactly. And what did they do? And Wrestling one on one. Proof to us, Miz's great mic work. Everything Miz did, freaking bro Ziggler's great mic work, turned yeah. into proof to everybody you're not a coward. That's what I'm afraid of. The reality of this situation is, if you want to look at it, here's the reality of the situation. Triple H is in charge of NXT. All all of these guys were under Triple H. 
Roman Reigns fails a wellness test, leaves egg on Triple H's face. Seth Rollins has hurt three people, left egg on Triple H's face. Who's the only one who has shown for Triple H out of NXT? Kevin Owens. There's such a great freaking story, bro. But here's what I'm afraid it's going to turn into. Triple H telling uh, 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 Rollins, you thought you were better than me. You were calling yourself the man. I had to show you who's the man. Bro, if it turns into that and then people criticize me. Uses his finisher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If it turns into that and then people criticize me for being bitter and irrelevant and this and that, kiss my backside, bro. Because they have such a potential for a great story. I'm just afraid they don't know how to tell it, Sean. I think that would be very, very good because it, it was sort of like how I was hoping that things would go in January whenever Triple H came back and he won the title. I wish that he would have said Seth Rollins failed him and got hurt. Randy Orton failed him and got hurt. Uh, all these other people failed the authority and got hurt, so that's why he had to come back and win the title. But they never they, – they just made him out to be a selfish guy, which is who he should be. That's the Triple H character. Yeah. Play up that you're an egotistical guy who married into – this this thing if that's what people want to believe then let them believe it i love the idea that kevin owens is the only one that delivered for him out of oh, nxt bro, i would have such a freaking field day with that and that's the thing people you know i'm bitter and they said i'm i'm praying they go down that road because it could be freaking riveting television man can i ask you a quite a personal question sure you, obviously you watch both raw and smackdown yeah what's course. more distracting to you the size of Stephanie's boobs or Shane McMahon's tan? I'm not really distracted by either of them, to be honest with you, because – but it's – I mean, I've, Stephanie McMahon's boobs have been there for 15 nah, years bro, now. I think, she had, I think she had them pumped up. I mean, they were freaking – Gargantuan well, I mean, Monday night, bro. She, she did at some point. No, I think I, mean, I think recently, bro, because they were yeah, at, they yeah, were yeah. out of control on Monday night. And bro, Shane's got to stop with the tan. I mean, bro, it's ridiculous. And I love Shane McMahon, but I would tell him this if he were in the room, like, bro, what what are we doing with the tan? <laughs> Come on. So, another thing I wanted to talk about: Are you up to date on this? ESPN writer. Yes, I am. Yes, yes. Yeah, but 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 I'm bro. I'm hearing mixed stories. So set the record straight, Sean Rossap. Like you always. This do. ESPN writer saw a story of Kevin Owens' son, who right. happens to be autistic, right? Overjoyed that his dad won the WWE Universal right. Championship, right? And the guy trashes Kevin Owens' son for quote unquote thinking it's real, right? And then is like, LOL. I told my kid when they were two, right? And he didn't back off of it. Right. He really doubled down. Now, he found out that the kid was autistic, also didn't back down, said, who's autistic, the kid or Kevin Owens? Then said, then he wouldn't quote anything that called him out for, you know, trashing an autistic kid. He would just trash the – there are some illiterate wrestling fans. We'll say that. He targets them. What, what are your feelings on him doing this, him doubling down on it, uh, the, bro, the sensitive you, bro, nature you, you of this. Wanna... Now, for one, for one, I'll obviously say this. I'd imagine that his kid knows it's not real, autistic yeah. or not, because yeah. if if so, 
he would be terrified of his father. Yeah. Bro, you want to know something? This is a shoot, Sean, and I think you, you're getting to know me a little better and a little better and a little bit better. This is an absolute shoot. Bro, If I, I did not see the footage of the kid. Bro, I guaranteed you if I saw the footage of the kid, it would have made me cry. That's how I am. I'm a sap like that. I guarantee you it would have made me cry. Now, bro, if, it, if, it's a, if it's a 24-year-old IWC mark acting that way, I'm going to say, bro, you're a jackass. You're an idiot and you're an imbecile. But I would have cried if I would have saw that. I really would have. I, I cry very easily. Yeah, I, I really do. But I got to tell you, bro, like obviously I don't think the guy knew up front – that that his son suffered from autism yes. once he, he didn't know right pretty you you would assume yeah i i'm sure that he didn't know yeah and and, and you know thing. what bro that is unfortunate the guy didn't know so you know it, 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 if he would have known it would have made the comment ridiculous however once that came out like i don't know how the guy couldn't apologize and just basically yeah, just say, say yeah I, you know i have no idea that's not what I meant. All my apologies to Kevin Owens and his family, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, I don't know how he could not do that. I mean, bro, the guy the guy had to feel like crap when he found that out, no? No, he was still joking, still trolling. But the thing is, he would not – like, you know how people would quote tweets and respond. He would not quote any of them that mention, hey, this kid's autistic. Maybe you should – at least apologize for that. And he didn't do it. Yeah. Um, well, I don't agree said, with and that. I believe yeah. he said that if he had known, he still would have done it. Uh, well, that's horrible, bro. That's, 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 that's well, wrong on so many levels. And he's got Jonathan Coachman there. Jonathan Coachman is not happy. Jonathan Coachman's a, he's one of the, the top guys on ESPN TV right now. And Jonathan Coachman laid into him. And well, how, 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 how did Jonathan Coachman like through social media? Like what happened? Tell me, I don't know that part. He said that he's going to approach him about it as he sees him. Um, he said that uh, he thought that I, I can't pronounce the guy's name and I don't want to pronounce the guy's name because I don't want to give him any more publicity. He said, I thought you were better than that. I guess filling in on sports nation has your head getting really big. So and, is this guy a player on ESPN, bro, where they wouldn't fire him for those remarks? He is a quote-unquote NBA insider, one who I have never heard of, and I love the NBA. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so. terrible on all levels, bro. You know, that, you know that's that's just terrible. And that's the thing. People are going to, you know, you're going to freaking send me hate mail because I say Kevin Owens could drop a few LBs? Come on, bro. That's horrible. Kids are off limits to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. You don't, you don't is that footage still up online? Like, where would I find that footage? Yeah, I'll send it yeah, to you. Because I'd like uh, to look at that because I, I like seeing stuff like that that touches me, and and I'm sure that would be something that I would get. You know, Kevin Owens' kid is a huge wrestling fan. Like, there was a video of when he debuted against John Cena, and John Cena, Kevin Owens has said, is yeah one of his son's favorite. I remember wrestlers. that. I remember that promo. Yeah. And yeah, they they incorporated it into the the promo, which I thought was great. Yeah. But like they, the whole prize fighter thing, which I don't agree with it fitting Kevin Owens right. because that's one thing I'll say. You need a better look for something like right. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. I want to interrupt you, but I want to but, say something. But uh, the reason that that kind of started is that his gimmick was he didn't care about anything but making money for his family, for that kid, for his wife. And that's why they refer to him as a prize fighter. But they never followed up on that in WWE. Yeah, well, you see, that's the problem I'm having. That's what I'm trying to tell people. And this is all character. I don't know Kevin Owens. 
if his weight and his appearance played into his character, I'm cool with that. Like, Sean, like you just said, if the character was, I don't care about anything. I'm here to support my family. I don't care about the way I look. I'm every man. Screw y'all. I like, I like to eat. Like, I, no, there's no issue. But it's exactly what you said. When you call this character a prize fighter, it's kind of like, what? That's yeah. my, that's always been my issue. The character, not the guy. That's always been the issue. There's a girl. I don't know if you watched Tough Enough last year. I'm assuming you didn't. There's Not a girl it. by the name of Daria. Daria Baronado, I think her name is. She did a little MMA fighting, and she's very, very young to pro wrestling. She had a match on NXT a few weeks ago. She's doing the MMA gimmick. That's the type of person who should have the prize fighter gimmick, in my opinion. That's someone bad. like that. But I don't think you know. Had they followed up on it and said, "Well, he he fights for a prize so he can you know, for his family." I think money should be a bigger part of pro wrestling storylines. No kidding. That's that's why I like that they bring it up during the Heath Slater thing. Yep. Even if they make light of it, I like it. Yeah. Uh, where that guy fought Braun Strowman, and they said, "Why the hell are you doing this?" And he goes, "Because uh, I'm getting paid a thousand dollars. That's why I'm doing this." Right. Right. I like that. Right. Um, I think they should do it more. So we we talked about the Miz thing a little bit. I thought they really dropped the ball on this. This really? was about the Miz yep. proving he's not a coward. But by the end of that promo last week, I thought Daniel Bryan was the guy who should have been proving he wasn't a coward. I agree. This is what I'm talking about, bro. Then people say, why don't you have faith in the WWE? This is why. That's This is why, bro. I agree with you a million percent, bro. Again, so much they could have done with that. And just they turn, they turn. every Everything gets turned into a wrestling angle, bro. Everything. Heath Slater is probably my favorite. Oh, that was tremendous right on SmackDown. One of the best things I've seen, and I can't tell you how long. I sat there freaking rhino on what <laughs> that's entertainment, bro. That I did not turn the channel. I did not want to turn the channel. Beulah, bro, what you McCall? What's the girl's name? Do you do you think that was a rib on Tommy Dreamer? Probably. Probably. Bro, <laughs> what's, what's the name of the uh, uh interviewer? Renee Young. Even Renee Young, bro, I never noticed her before standing there with the mic. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> you put her in something like that. Now, she's got a personality. Oh, they, there have been lots of companies, lots of lots of outlets that want Renee Young. But luckily for WWE, she dates she, Dean she Ambrose. She dates Ambrose, right? But yeah, bro, I love that. I That's what I'm talking about. And I, bro, I walked away from that a fan of Heath Slater. Oh, it's great. I love Heath Slater. I think he's consistently entertaining. He's one of those guys that they, they have to understand. They have to capitalize on how over he is. They, like People like him all SummerSlam weekend. We want Slater chance everywhere. Bro, can, well, I, can I tell you something? Here's where they fall short, Sean. Here's where they fall short. I'll tell you what happens. That vignette was freaking tremendous last week. Bro, if they play a series of those vignettes – and you don't see him in the arena, say, for two months. Do you know how loud his pop will be when they see him for the first time in two months? That's where, bro, that's where they dropped the ball. They did a great vignette last week. Next week, he'll probably be on SmackDown and wrestle a match. Well, he, he did. they advanced in the, the tag team tournament. But here's what I thought they really should have done, because we had those We Want Slater chant SummerSlam weekend. They have the Evolve indie promotion in their pocket. Have him show up there. Just 
run in the main ring, take a mic. It's yep. in the same town. Yep. NXT TakeOver was that weekend. Have him show up there. He's a free agent. Let him do what he wants. Yeah, Sean, they just, they can't. I don't know what it is, bro. But not they, in WWE. Yeah, they, they can't. They, yeah, not main. they just can't think outside of the box like that, bro. I don't know what the freaking roadblock is. I agree with you. So here's what I think is going to happen, and I can't wait. Heath Slater and Rhino are, you know, they they people like them right now, and they should because that stuff was so entertaining. It was so good, and I loved last week that Rhino came up and put his hand on his shoulder and said, "A tag team champion can make payments on an above ground pool." <laughs> I thought that was the greatest, and he's drawing he's drawing cheese faces on the cracker. Uh, it was great, man. But you know what, bro? That you you know what I loved about that, Sean? Because I know Rhino and I love the guy because that's who yeah. he is. And people really got a glimpse into his sense of humor, yeah. which I thought was great, man. And like immediately, a lot of times you get these thrown together tag teams and nobody cares about them. People care about this tag team already. That's right. And here's here's what they're gonna do. I know what they're gonna do because it's what they do with every sympathetic baby face. They're going to use him to get somebody else over. But I think that's okay because this will get him even more over because he won't be on the show. They're doing the tag tournament. They got the Usos in there. The Usos, boy, are they in desperate need of something. They are in desperate need of something different. I think the Usos are going to be the guys to beat Heath Slater, but I think they'll do it. They'll they'll turn probably heel. turn heel. They'll turn heel. Yeah. And what they should do is just be arrogant, jackasses about it backstage not care that they cost this guy a job yep i just laugh at him make fun of him i agree jerks and then heath slater he's out and you know that i would even have rhino like feeling bad for him after the match patting him on the back like damn i'm sorry i couldn't help you out they've got something the family bro the family has to move in with rhino because they can't afford the uh, they can't afford the trailer anymore bro bro it's endless but bro you, you see what you're saying sean this is where people fight me you know, you like it. It's over now. Bro, this thing is over by what they did outside of the ring, not what they did between the ropes. That's what people don't understand. I care about these two now. The, a good thing about Heath Slater is his character is also not bullshitting the fans. Right. They had him on Talking Smack, and they said, you went toe-to-toe with Brock Lesnar, which, you know, you don't see a lot of guys that they have on Raw – Walk into the ring and get in Brock Lesnar's face. Right. They had Heath Slater do, do that, but and and usually you would expect a goofy heel like Heath Slater to be like, "Yeah, yeah, I beat him up." He was like, "Hell no, I'm lucky to be alive right, right. now." Yep. He didn't. He didn't lie to the fans. He didn't. He's not full of shit. Right. And then he they asked, "How did you and Rhino become good friends?" He was like, "Well, he beat me up really bad, and he felt bad for me." Yeah. Yep. I love it. I love an honest character. Yep. I love a relatable character. Yep. And that's what this is. He's not going to be WWE champion, and I'm cool with that. And I don't think anybody wants him to be WWE champion. I'm sure somebody does. But I think him in this tag team picture, that's an attainable goal. That's something cool. I like it. I agree. I really, really love the Heath Slater stuff. We got a question from somebody um, regarding Livewire. I used to watch this show religiously, Vince. And they wanted to know when you told Vince McMahon that the show sucked. Absolutely to his not. Face, Absolutely not. He did not know. No. Wow. So Bro, you want to know how that went down? I got to tell you how that went down. Live wire. I swear. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. 
Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's up, sandwich heads? Today on Steve O's Sandwich Reviews, we've got the tips and tricks to the best sandwich order. And it all starts with this little guy right here. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Partial to pastrami, craving a Cubano. Yeah, sounds delicious, but boom! Add the crisp, refreshing taste of Pepsi Zero Sugar and cue the fireworks. Lunch, dinner, or late night, it'll be a sandwich worth celebrating. Trust me, your boy's eaten a lot of sandwiches in his day, and the one thing I can say with absolute fact, every bite is better with Pepsi. Wait, this is a shoot. Livewire just started on the air, and, and I was in Vince's office for magazine purposes. Bro, I had never... I had never been on TV in my life, nor had any ambition to be on TV. I did. I never had an ambition to be. On, I was a writer. So I went in Vince's office and, and I told him nicely, Livewire sucks. So he sat across from me, bro. And he said, why? You think you could do a better job? And without hesitation, I said, absolutely, positively. Livewire was being shot the next day. So Vince said to me, okay, show up tomorrow at the TV studio this time. And we'll see how you could do a better job. And I went to the TV studio the next day, and that's what I did. We did not go over anything. We did not talk anything. That was all 100% organic. So that's quite a lot of faith for them to put in you to just hand over a Saturday morning show. Yeah, and what happened? What happened? I mean, how did they go from that to, you know, everything is so freaking canned? It's unbelievable. We're going to get into some rumors this is what I love to talk to you about. Now, these are rumors. Can I tell you what else? Can I tell you what else they're missing the boat on that I wish I could write? Yeah. I, I wish I could write this storyline, Sean, because I would have both of these guys over as Rover. If I could, if Sammy I Zane, no, Sammy Zayn no. versus Christopher Daniels. If I could have one story, if Vince McMahon called me and said, Vince. I just I, I'm going to let you write one storyline, just because you want to, not because I need you, because you want to. What storyline would you pick, bro? You know what storyline they're completely going to miss the boat on? What's that? Baron Corbin and Bray Wyatt. I why do you think I, that's the case, bro? I promise you, if I was penning that story, it would be the best story on the show. And I would that they, I, I I hated what they did to Corbin this week. I don't know what it it did nothing for him, nothing zero for him. And this guy in my potential has the potential to be somebody. He has no direction right now, right. but and and giving him a little more seasoning wouldn't have hurt. Right now, he could be in an NXT title program with Nakamura. Why not? Getting, Why not getting some experience? He could be NXT champion. Why There's not? no reason he couldn't be. Yeah. I thought this was a guy they shouldn't have beaten. Yeah, I did not like. I, think, I did not like the way they handled him, bro. I just God, bro. But they're doing that to so many of the NXT guys. Like, bro, I would love to know. Like, and I think we discussed this, Sean. I don't know, but like, like at what at what week did we decide the Vaudevillians were going to be jobbers? Like week three. 
Yeah, it's it's disappointing because I think they are much better on so, the main roster I, than they were in NXT I, too. I, yeah, I don't get it. Like, who decided? Okay, these are going to be the job guys. Yeah, it, it's weird. I thought that Baron Cor. I think Baron Corbin has an unbelievable finish. I think that that move that he does is yeah. really good. I think it's something to get over. We're going to talk some rumors here now. Unless we debunk these, then we we can't speak to their authenticity. Uh, by the way, guys, one of the things we did debunk, Royal Rumble has not been announced for L.A. Please stop tweeting that. It has not. Uh, also, stop using Forbes as a wrestling source, guys. They operate on assumptions that is not – they don't really speak inside. So that Daniel Bryan stuff they had last week where they said WWE softened their stance, uh, multiple outlets, including us, Sports Illustrated, The Observer, all said that was not the case. Now, the, you heard that Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton – is the rematch is happening on a house show. Have you heard that? I, I just saw that headline today. That's all. I didn't read it. So apparently the decision is because Lesnar's contract stipulates more pay for television or pay-per-view. Does that make any sense to you that Lesnar would be like, it almost encourages them to book him on some live events. Now we speculated on the podcast that maybe Chicago is where they will announce the Royal Rumble. It's just speculation. And they wanted a full house for that. But also, it's it's being said that Lesnar chose to face Orton in Chicago, so that I guess that speaks highly of what he thinks of Orton. Yeah, or maybe there's a little feeling bad on his part too, bro. You know what I mean? Maybe he wants yeah. to give something back to Orton, bro. If that if that's the case, and it kind of sounds like it is, that speaks volumes for Lesnar, bro. There were a lot of there was a lot of speculation that maybe Kevin Owens, because of his reaction, didn't know the finish of Raw. He confirmed that everybody did. Now there's really nothing to speak about there, but Vince, any matches that while you were working other than the Montreal Screwjob, where people didn't know the finish going in. God bro didn't know who was gonna win. Honestly, other than the Montreal Screwjob, I don't I don't think, bro. Can I tell you something? This is not a plug. This is a shoot. I want to tell you this. This is this has never been done before. This Rocky Mountain Pro, bro. Do you know where, where the referees are not going to be smartened up and are not going to talk, go over the matches with the boys? I think that's really good to an extent. Um, yeah, I've had some situations where we did that, and they're a little too picky with pinfalls. You know, like where it's supposed to be the finish and stuff, but. I think it can be very good. Yeah, bro. I think I think that, I, I think if you give referees the the leeway, like listen, they they paid to see the wrestlers, they paid to see the match. Don't be freaking trigger happy, you know. Give them the benefit of the doubt, but don't smarten them up. Don't include them in the finish. Let them go out there and call the match. I guarantee you that alone will change the way we look at wrestling. The the limited experience I have in pro wrestling commentary, I really like not being clued in yeah. because it, it makes it unpredictable. You want to know something though, bro? The We tried now that we tried Sean and every time that the announcers took that personally, the, the really? announcers took, we were trying to kayfabe them and there was always, always heat because that we did try. It's weird. Yeah. Apparently TNA Lucha underground and AAA all have interest in signing Alberto Del Rio. Now he's had some less than amicable exits from companies over the past yeah. few years. Uh, four of them, from what I understand, two times with WWE, one time with AAA, one time with Lucha underground. Does this surprise you that there's so well, much? Well, Sean, what's, I don't know all of those stories. Like what's the basis? Is there an underlining theme with those four companies or 
I, you know, I'd have to look into it, but I know AAA, he didn't drop the title like they wanted him to. He was there, there when he came yeah. back to WWE and did not drop the title. They had to vacate yeah. it. And- well, bro, I told you, I went to see him work at Lucha Underground and he was God there. On the other side of the coin, man, I, I would love to see this guy put in the main event, carry the ball type of situation. The only place he would really have that opportunity is at a TNA. And so, like, that's that's where I would like to see him go for that reason. I, I, I'm a huge fan of his. It's also being said that Del Rio was supposed to be managed by Paul Heyman during this run. How do you think that would have worked for him? Uh, bro, I'm just – I'm. Uh, uh, Bro, I'm not, I'm not. I wonder. I don't. Know. I wonder if that would have changed the Heyman promo at all because you can't do the same kind of promo with Del Rio that you do with. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just not into the Heyman, Heyman gimmick. Psychosis contemplating a retire a retirement from the ring in 2017. Did you work with him? Much? Yes, I did, bro. How old does he that, have to be? Uh, gosh, well, I mean, he's been wrestling for well over two decades. I would I'll love look. to know, like, 48? 48? Six? He's 45. 45. I said 46. Okay. Yeah. Bro, you know what? I think he was in the very first, I think, TNA X Division match. It was a six-man. I think he was in that. You want to hear something that will blow your mind? You remember S.A. Rios, Papi Chulo? Yeah, of course. Love Papi 37. Chulo. 37 years old right wow, now. Wow, bro. Unbelievable. Can you believe that? No, I can't. No, I can't. 37. Pop- I saw Pop- that on Chulo. Wikipedia recently. Yeah. I was like, I thought he'd be at least 45. Yeah. The Headbangers did not sign WWE contracts. It was a one-off. What did you think of I, them coming back? Bro, I'm going to tell you, I'm very happy, and I'm going to tell you why. Because a couple of months ago, bro, I spoke to um, um, Mosh. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, a, a couple of years ago, there was a little house show in New Jersey. And when he was in his prime, his kids were very, very young. They did not see the headbangers perform. So yeah. Mosh told me he contacted Triple H and said, bro, could I just work first match, dark match at a house show? I will do it for free. I want my kids to see what their father used to do. And Triple H said no. So when I heard this one-off, it doesn't matter. I think it's absolutely great. I know this is what he wanted. Their kids got to see them perform. They're great guys. I thought it was great. I think that's awesome. I think that's really good that whoever made that happen, made that happen. I thought this was harmless. If anything, it's going to help out. It's going to help the headbangers sell some shirts on pro wrestling tees. It'll help them get a few bookings here and there. Yep. Agreed. Sure. Agreed. And – Outside of a little weight on Thrasher, the two didn't look any different than they did. Yeah, no, I brought it because they're, they're still very young. They, they were very, yeah. very young during the Attitude Era, bro. They had a lot of gimmicks, too, before that one happened. They had the Flying Nuns deal. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I remember that one of them was the Royal Spider for Jerry Lawler one time. Like, a lot of weird little gimmicks. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Mosh had the Chaz gimmick and the Beaver Cleavage gimmick. Beaver Cleavage. Thank you. Oh, God. You're owning that, aren't you? Bro, can we and you have a conversation? Can we, can we go off? Can, That's why can, we're here, Vince. Can we go off, no. off your format for a second? I don't have a format. Okay. I, I want, talk to me. Bro, you're a rational guy. Yeah. I made the comment the other day that David Arquette was more over. Than, no, absolutely okay, not. Okay, let me finish my comment. David Arquette was more over than Kevin Owens ever will be. 
Bro, here's, here's why I made the comment, Sean. Let me, let me break it down to you. In 2016, on a daily basis, people are talking about David Arquette winning the WCW title in 1999. In 2032, do you think one person alive on this planet is going to be talking about Kevin Owens's universal win in 2016? The answer is no. The fact that 16 years later, they're talking about David Arquette backs up my comment. David Arquette is more over than Kevin Owens will be. And bro, you don't have to say they're talking about it from a negative standpoint. That doesn't matter. They're still talking about OJ Simpson and Charles Manson. Exactly. Exactly, bro. That doesn't matter. Any Any publicity is good publicity, and anybody in marketing and advertising will tell you that. Uh, Bro, bro, I'm going to be 71. Are they going to still be talking about Kevin Owens winning the universal title? I like I think a guy like Jerry Sandusky would disagree that any publicity is good publicity. See, people don't don't want to hear cold, harsh facts. 16 years later, people bring up David Arquette's name every day. Come on, man. Vince, I think it's a warped way of thinking of things. A very warped way. Can I tell you something? I'm going to call you. What's today's date? The the second. what, What was the date last Monday? What was the date when he won the title? August what? August 29th. I'm going to call you August 29th, 2013. 2032. That would be a neat When trick. I'm 71, and I'm going to ask you, hey, remember when Kevin Owens won the title 16 years ago, and I want to see what you say. And you know what will be funny? You will undermine your whole point because you will be the one person on earth that is still talking about Kevin Owens. Good point. Hey, very good point, Sean Ross. Sapp. Sign another one up for Sean Ross Sapp. Very nice point. Back to a couple of rumors: Baron Corbin versus Kalisto was pulled from SummerSlam because Kalisto was injured, according to the Wrestling Observer. I don't think this hurt that much, Vince. We had a I billion matches so. on the show. Yeah, I don't think so, bro. The son of the Mountie will be getting a WWE tryout soon. Six seven three fifteen is is I mean really legit? Uh, 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 his kid. Yes, uh, Cedric uh, I, Roger, Roger, I can't pronounce the name. Jacques Roger's kid, legit? Yeah. Oh, God, bro, he's probably great because those those guys were great freaking workers, man. Yeah. So, yeah, those are, those are the rumors. Now, there's also a bit of information that released. Daniel Bryan's contract is up in 2018. It said that his contract froze while he was injured, something WWE does. That way people don't feign injuries just to set out their contract. But since he has become an on-screen character, that contract has started back up. Now, I have a couple questions for you, Vince. Do you think he wrestles outside of WWE again? And do you think the only reason he took this job was to get that contract going again? Because he said that he threatens to wrestle all the time. I think he will, bro. I think he will. Because, bro, I got to tell you something. And this is where I... I um. I admire Daniel Bryan. I, I can't imagine loving anything as much as he loves wrestling because I, I don't love any. I love my family that much. I mean, you know, yeah. you know, I, I don't. There's nothing I love that much. So it's it's unbelievable the way he. I, so, yes, I do believe if the WWE won't allow him to wrestle that he will go wrestle somewhere else. 
I thought that he had a great retort, but it was a week late about the Daniel about the Miz saying, "Go back to the bingo halls." He said, "Well, if I went back, it'd be more like the Tokyo Dome than a bingo hall." Yeah, and I think that was kind of letting the WWE know, "Hey, better watch out, and you better maybe change your stance on things." But they're they're not they're not as of now, at least. Yeah. So, so that's very interesting. Guys, if you all haven't registered for Fightful.com, go do that. You'll have access to Vince's columns. He writes for us several times a week. Showdown Joe's columns, all of our podcasts. We're going to revamp our podcast page. Also, we're revamping our forums yet again to make them more user-friendly, more uh, easy on the eyes, things of that nature. Go there, Fightful.com. It's the place to be shared on Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. I'd love to go there if somebody would give me my password, but go ahead, Sean. Oh, we're getting that to you. All right. Did you see this Kelly Kelly clip from her show? No, I did not. Oh, I got to send it to you. Our our own Alex Palowski. I sent him the clip, and I assigned it to him, and I said, write an article on this. And he goes, I'm not watching this show, Sean. And I was like, no, just the one-and-a-half-minute clip. Troll it really hard. Kelly Kelly is talking to a Hollywood medium, and she got approval for her wedding that happened in February – from test beyond the grave, Vince. Really? Wow, that's interesting. Beyond the grave. This sounds like a prime Vince Russo storyline. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's interesting, bro. Oh, it's 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 good. Now, why it's why really with this at- guy? Who's this guy? Paranick Allen? Who's his Nick? Who? Who the guy? Yeah, who wouldn't watch it? Alex Paulowski. Why wouldn't I didn't want him to watch? Yeah, but the why show. would? I just but, to- like, why wouldn't Alex sit there and watch a hot chick? Like. Well, it's her crying about her dead ex. Bro, the whole crying time. or not, she's still a hot chick, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, she is. But I just wanted i wanted a very judgmental so article he gave based on the, a 90-second trailer. So he gave That's the – go ahead, Tess gave the blessing. Yeah, from beyond the grave. Pretty impressive. Yes, that's something, yeah. Yeah, so it basically it looked like <laughs> this Hollywood medium – Googled Kelly Kelly wedding and wrestler test death and and served as a psychic on here. Have you ever been to a psychic, Vince? No, I, I hate that stuff, man. I don't want to know. You were my, never a Miss Cleo guy? I don't want to know my future, man. Do you remember Miss Cleo? She's of course dead, I do. Way. Of course I do. Absolutely. You all should have booked her. Yeah. That could have been interesting. That could have been. Miss Miss Cleo. She she was a pretty big star back then, too. Yeah, she was she everywhere. Was. She was all over the place, bro. Big time. Also, something that was mentioned, Cody Rhodes said that War Games almost returned to WWE in 2013. When you were in WWE and even WCW, what did you think of the War Games concept and the idea of them bringing it back? Because it's been a hot topic for a while. I know Triple H wanted it. No, I know there was never there was never any discussion. But I think it's a great freaking concept. I don't know why they don't do it, man. You know what I I always thought they should do because that way Vince could still say it's his idea. Just do it in the elimination chamber. Yeah, that thing is, it's like okay. So every the war games thing was every few minutes a guy comes in. You got your own setup. You've got a ready made thing for that. Bro, do you do you know I've never seen one of those matches? Really, I've never seen one. They're really hit or miss. Yeah. What, War Games or Elimination Chamber? Elimination Chamber. Never seen it. Oh, they're really hit or miss. They're either – they can be really good or they can be really bad. I got to go look at one of those online. Which one should I look at? Give me a recommend one. Oh, the first one was pretty good. I'm going to – I'll look right now. Because I I got to check that out. I've never seen that. 
Now, and and I'll outside of the pole matches, Vince. What the were two, your the two pole matches, the two pole yeah. matches, the yeah, two pole matches in twenty something years, bro. Yeah, those two. Yeah, what about them now? Hey guys, send us all the a list of yeah. Go ahead, I beg matches. you to go ahead. What now? What's the question? What were some of your favorite gimmick matches to book, and did you have any ideas for gimmick matches that never went went down? Mm. That's a good question, bro. I get. I mean, I. I, I mean, I can kind of hang my head on Hell in the Cell, so I kind of, you know, that that uh, that would be my favorite for obvious reasons. You know what I mean, bro? Top of that? Yeah, and especially the guys who set the precedent in it. You know, Sean and Taker, like, oh my god, and then Mick and Taker, like, yeah, God, ridiculous. Imagine, imagine being the first people to do a Hell in a Cell match after Sean and Taker. Or like being the first people to do a ladder match after Razor and uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Imagine trying to follow that. Crazy. Now, now for the ladder thing, you know, fortunately they found like Edge and Christian, the Hardys right. and the Dudleys, right. and okay, they, they they made it. They almost they took it and made it their own. But man, Im- imagine that. Yeah, I was there for like, that. I was luckily there for that match, bro. Shawn and Razor. That was one of your last. That was one of your last. Time the the ladder match wasn't for with Edge and Christian and no I, I I wasn't there for that I was gone oh, okay. I'm talking about I was there for Sean and Razor bro that was like oh, okay. that was like my first month on the job did they have to go in and rehearse any of that I or don't think like that? I don't think they did at all bro man yeah that was great. like that seems like that seems like really really ambitious to go through yeah from from what I'm gathering the consensus best elimination chamber match is the first one survivor first one. series 2002 yeah. um wait till you see sean michaels duty brown pants that he wore i gotta watch that how many pole matches we get from the uh, peanut gallery I, I'm, I'm curious well, I to mean, see the the thousands that i booked how many i don't know that they're they're putting them out there right now let All me right. check okay because this too this too that you know we've turned into a million but go ahead sure. i mean we do like ten thousand downloads a week vince for for this show yeah. so i'm sure they'll i'm sure they'll come yeah i'm sure because this too you know this too out of 20 years but go ahead what's next also guys send in some questions we have a few minutes left so uh send in your questions things of that nature vince what are your aspirations for rocky mountain pro bro i bro i i just want wrestling to come into 2016 that's all, bro. This this is going to be a – the storylines are going to be reality-based. It's going to be – the storylines are going to be the business of the business. We're, we're going to talk about things people never talked about before. It's going to be reality-based. That That's all I want. I That was the idea with the early years of the TNA Asylum, and that's where we were headed. And then we got the we got the deal with Fox Sport Net, and Jeff got cold feet because he was afraid of the unknown. And I want to go there. I've always wanted to go there. Now we're going to have the opportunity to go there. That's all. And I want to work. I want to tell you this too, bro. I want to work with other companies. You, you know how like wrestling, yeah. it's the competition. Bull crap. I, I I want a Ring of Honor to come in. I I hope to work with TNA. I want to work with other wrestling companies. There's great independent companies around the country. I work for a couple of them. I want them to bring their guys in. 
I want people to see talent that, bro, I've come across guys in the last couple of months, and I watch these guys, and I'm like, how are these guys not on WWE? Well, they're not on WWE because they're in South Dakota, they're in Idaho, they're in Iowa, uh, they're in, you know, Colorado. I want to bring all these guys in, you know, so people can see them. There's great talent out there, bro. You doing any more work for uh, Modern Vintage Wrestling? Yes, I'm. I'm the head honcho over there, bro. Nice. They got great talent over there. They, oh, they do, bro. Here's what blew me away when I went there, bro. You know how like a promotion is lucky if it has one hot girl, bro. They yeah. got four freaking smoking hot girls. But that's what I'm talking about. Nobody knows about these people, man. That's what I want to. That's what I want to showcase. Yeah, I like their stuff. I've I've seen a very limited amount yeah. of it, but I, I really like really it. Really good stuff. I have a man. friend who works over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, the crazy legs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah good friend, friend of mine. She buried you too, by the way, bro. <laughs> no, she didn't. She buried you to me, man. She told me she he told me that she name dropped me. So she Yeah, yeah I brought up you. your name as she walked away like it was nobody's uh, business, crazy legs. <laughs> she she can bury anybody she wants, I don't care. Uh, she took a super kick from Cedric Alexander recently. I'm yeah, excited. I was, I, I was reading about that recently, bro. Yeah. Nice girl. I'm, I'm excited to check that out. Very nice girl. Uh, also, I saw that they had booked. Are you familiar with Jason Kincaid? Yeah, he's the champion over there, bro. Bro, he was in a match Ooh. when I was there, bro. I don't know if I've ever seen that much blood in my life. He's a talent, that guy. Yeah. The first time I saw him, I was like, what is this guy? Because yeah. he doesn't look like anybody else his size. And that other guy was there that I discovered, uh, that, that uh, Castle guy. What's his name? Yeah, Dalton Castle, yes. who we've been telling yes. you about for two years before. Yes, I Vince. discovered him. I uncovered Dalton Castle. I was very entertained you, by him. You really missed out on a great feud. They have a guy named Silas Young in Ring of Honor who looks like Magnum P.I., and his gimmick is that he is the last real man in professional wrestling. And boy, is that a natural fit for a feud with Dalton Castle. Yeah. And they had a good one. They had a real good one because Dalton has his boys, you know. Yep. Very so the thing was, Silas Young beat him, and he got the boys, and he taught him like, how to change oil and do plumbing and all this stuff. It was great. That's it funny. was great. Oh, man. All kinds of cool stuff there. Vince, tell these people about the brand before we go. Just check us out on Podcast One every day, Monday through Friday. We have a different show, a different theme. Um, you could check that out. And if everything else, just go to Russo'sBrand.com. You could see Rocky Mountain Pro now, the shows leading into Dish TV. They're up free on my YouTube channel. Also, I will be back, I think, Monday, so probably sometime in the evening with Showdown Joe. We had somebody in the comments say, you should get Showdown Joe and Vince on a podcast. One could tell each other, one could tell the other one why pro wrestling is so good. The other one can tell them why MMA is so good. I was like, if you want somebody to tell people why pro wrestling is so good, you don't want Vince Russo on the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. So, bro, hold but, on. Yeah. Let, me, let me set the record straight before you go. The next time I'm going to see you, you're going to be a married man. Correct. Any last words? I am very excited that it's going to happen. I'm going to enjoy it. And as I was telling Jimmy, uh, the owner of the site, I am very fortunate because I know that between all the UFC stuff last month and all the drug test failures and the WWE draft, and then there's SummerSlam weekend, and then there's Conor McGregor, 
And then, you know, my birthday, her birthday, my wedding. I will never be busier than we were in the last two months. Wait a minute. What's, what, hold on. Well, hold, hold. I'm going to give you a disco. Time out. Time out. Sure. What, what's this Jimmy? Why do I have to call him James and you're calling him Jimmy? He used to run a, web, a wrestling website, you know, jimmyvan.com. He probably all used right. to bury you all the time. Can I tell you this? September 10th. Oh, my God, eight days away. Sean Ross Sapp, I'm going to be married for 33 years. Okay? Wow. Can I give you some – do I have the right to, to give you a, a, some advice on your marriage? Sure. Two things you got to say on your wedding day, Sean Ross Sapp. Two things, and you'll be married for 33 years. Are you ready for these two things? You're yes. not even paying attention to me, bro. Look me, look me in the eye. Look me in the eye. Don't look away. This could save your marriage. Two things. Number one, I do. Okay? Number two, yeah. I'm the boss. You say those two things, and you'll, be, you'll have marital bliss for the next 33 years. Okay? And remember I told like, you. Do you ever, like, swerve your wife? Like, you say you're going to get Long John Silvers, and you bring back Burger King? All the time. I Living do. Make Vince. I do. I'm the boss. That's all you got to say. That's it. Living the gimmick, Vince. I like it. Guys, I am back next week. Uh, Showdown Joe and I will be back probably, I think, Monday evening if we can make it work to talk UFC Germany. Also, of course, the post Raw, post podcast, or post SmackDown show. Going on a honeymoon, bro? I am best man in our strength and conditioning coach's wedding. Like, in two or three weeks. So I'm waiting till after that. I think we're going in October. I told her she could go anywhere she wanted in the world. You know where she picked? Colorado. Harry Potter world. Oh is she a Harry Potter fan? Have you ever been there? She's, she is. And I don't like it. I'm not oh, a big she'll fan. Love that, what? Bro. She'll love that. It's unbelievable. I want, I want her to do whatever she wants. Cool. Whatever. 20, 26 year old woman. Oh, she'll love that. Though, bro. That's woman. awesome. If she's a fan, she, that's unbelievable. Good for her. But it's like, you know, I have a, a few days off from wrestling, and she takes me to the new wrestling capital of the world, Orlando, Florida. Go figure. Are you going to try to go to a, t- a TNA uh, shooting? Yeah, I am. I am. Because I know a couple of people. I'll get you VIP treatment. I know a couple people, Vince. Quit clapping. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. This show is over. Bro, good luck. Good luck. I can, let me wish you good luck for the wedding. Good luck with the wedding. And I really Thank mean that on Rosap. Thank you, Vince. Guys, Fightful.com. It's a place to be. Share everything. Register. Go there. Also, our podcast page. Click those on it links and go to draftbeast.com. Till next time, guys, we are out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.